This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. After the voting closed on Wednesday, my colleague Yanir Grindler sent the following WhatsApp message to the members of the Makers County Election Observer Team. Brothers and sisters, thank you for an incredibly special day. It's been hard work, but I'm sure we can all agree that it's well been, it's been well worth it. It has been a great privilege for Alana and myself to assist in serving you all, and we thank you for all the reports, updates, and pictures sent throughout the day. You have all gone above and beyond what is expected. Um, the Makers Count observers have worked tirelessly to ensure free and fair elections. I'm sure you can all see now the importance of having independent observers at the voting poll. As a special interfaith and multinational team, I also want to thank God for giving us the strength and allowing us the opportunity to participate in this democratic process. I now talk to Elena Baranov to get her perspectives on how the day went. Elena is, of course, the founder of the Jewish Board of Deputies Make Us Count team, which since 2009 has assisted the IEC on both national and municipal elections. Elena, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Hi, Cherie. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Elena, the Make Us Count team is kind of your initiative, your brainchild. What was the thinking behind it and how did you get it going? Well, I was lucky enough to be working at the South African Jewish Board of Deputies and we wanted to have a project that really brought South Africans together, uh, members of the Jewish community and other communities uh, for a common goal of something that would work towards the good of the country. And when election time rolled round in uh, 2009, we came up with the idea of Makers Count and the the group has grown since that first election, where we mostly have members from the, the Jewish community. And since then, for the 2014 local election and uh, then the national election this year and others in between, we've expanded and reached out beyond the Jewish community to include members from other religious groups, uh, particularly the Catholic, Protestant, uh, Hindu and Muslim communities. And then also, which is very exciting for me because I love working with the refugee community, we've had members of the refugee and asylum seeker community join us as well. So it's really grown and developed over the years, and our team this year was absolutely fantastic, the biggest one we've ever had, and uh, people are looking forward to the next elections already. <laughs> it's, it's so true. I mean, I'm just looking at the comments that were placed on the group, and somebody said, and this is Doomy, this is my third time doing this. I must admit, each time comes with different learning experiences. I wouldn't mind doing it again and again. Thank you, SAJBD, for this opportunity. Um, so, obviously, the, the team has grown from the 2009. There were over 200 observers, Alana, and they were operating throughout the country, from Bloemfontein to Pretoria, right across Soweto, Alex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fantastic. We had observers uh, in Queensland, um, Bloemfontein, all, all over the country. And um, the nationals, particularly uh, the non-South African nationals, I should say, people from Zimbabwe, from Rwanda, I think are particularly excited to participate and play a meaningful role in South African democracy. And I think some of the comments that came through from our, our, our non-South African colleagues were particularly insightful, Elena. Absolutely. Cherise, for me, uh, obviously the interface angle is, is so interesting and it's wonderful for us as a Jewish community to work with members of other religious faiths on something that brings us all together as South Africans. But for me, a really special angle of Make Us Count is the interaction with the refugee and asylum seeker community. And some of my, my friends in that community have fled genocide, 
civil war, incredible hardships in their own country. And here in South Africa, they've never had the privilege of being involved in a democratic process before. And so they really value and feel privileged to be involved in the team, to ensure that elections and an electoral process is happening in a free and fair manner. And what's also really warmed my, uh, my heart is that a lot of them have said that they really had fantastic experiences here in South Africa, despite our, our problems with xenophobia, and they wanted to contribute to the country in some way, and make us count gave them that platform to kind of be there, but to give back and to be a part of the Alana, the, the campaign goes beyond, though, a feel-good campaign. And the aim of it is to is actually quite practical, is to identify any problems, bring them to the attention of the IEC on the day, try and help um, the various stations with any problems that they're dealing with in terms of accessing uh, information or problems that cre- creep up. And, and I want to actually speak about um, one of the observers, Mr. Fola Alona, who identified six very real problems that he encountered. And he, I think he went to 10 different stations. He was there the whole day from like, I think, 6 a.m. till 2 o'clock in the morning and could identify very real problems. Um, some of them include um, ballot boxes for national and provincial that had the same colors, um, staff members who were exhausted at the end of uh, lunchtime, counting ballot papers, a way of speeding it up. And he has suggestions for all of these things. What is the next step, and how impactful are these comments? Absolutely, Sharice. Uh, we have a very important role as observers to be involved as uh, the of the electoral process and to make sure that everything is happening in a legal and free and fair manner so that the elections have integrity and the results of the polls have credibility. And I just quickly want to do a shout-out and a big thank you to the IEC, who, as you say, we are accredited by and we work with very closely. Uh, I think they did a fantastic job on the day. There are, there are problems. There are always going to be little issues that pop up here and there. But I think, on the whole, we were all blown away uh, as the Makers Count team by how dedicated and enthusiastic and organized the IEC members were on the ground. And coordinating with IEC head office over any of the issues that cropped up over the day, I was blown away again by how quickly, consistent, and seriously they took everything. And they really went out of their way to make sure that any problems were addressed as soon as possible. And as you said, there were a few issues that, that came up. Uh, problems with scanners always seem to be an issue. Scanners being dropped off at the stations without batteries, um, not working, and the proper training hasn't been put in place for that. And this year, there was a big problem with uh, the VS24 forms. People were having to fill out affidavits because they were trying to vote at a station where they weren't registered. And a lot of stations didn't have forms or ran out of them quite quickly. But what we do at the end of our process is we ask all the Makers Count observers to send us a detailed report of what they saw during the day, um, how they interacted with the IEC, and then also giving suggestions um, and also praise and criticism, whatever needs to be put forward. And all of those reports are going to be taken, collated, and then we are going to submit that to the IEC. And they are always so grateful to receive reports from the observer teams because it allows them to see areas of weakness, where things need to be changed, and then it also allows them to celebrate their officials who have done an absolutely good job. And we look forward to getting those reports together, sending that into the IEC. And they always do take it quite, quite seriously, which I think is fantastic on their part. 
Well, I think the things, um, Alana, we, we, we can notice is that, um, for example, since the last elections, a lot more people are using smart uh, IDs. So they can't be stamped. And, and I think, you know, things are changing all the time. And to what extent do you think the IEC have been on top of it? And to what extent do you think they, they, they need to do a little bit of soul searching in terms of improving the process? I think you've hit the nail on the head, Sharice, with this election. I think the, the issue with the smart cards as opposed to the barcoded ID book uh, kind of took the IEC a little bit by surprise, and I think that that is definitely something that they need to look into for the next election. Um, through that issue, there's been this question of people being able to vote twice because they just rub off the, the ink off their thumbs, and then uh, they, they just have a slip on their ID book because they were using smart cards, so maybe they could chance it which is obviously incredibly worrying for a democratic election because we want to make sure that we have the complete credibility of the results. But I think, you know, they've done a fantastic job, but looking forward, we do need to make sure that we're staying ahead of things and using technology, I think, to the best of our ability. There are so many incredible ways that we can now communicate and be uh, in touch with each other through the use of smartphones and uh, that, that sort of thing. So the IEC harness and utilize some of those resources, I think, going forward as well. Well, Alana, I know, I, I think I phoned you four times on that day. Um, oh. <laughs> I know my colleagues did as well. It's always a pleasure talking to you. <laughs> With last-minute panics of people asking questions that I knew I didn't have the answer to and I knew you would. <laughs> and I know how incredibly hard you and Janir worked. Um, I can hear your baby in the background, Alana. Of course, you've got a 10-week-old baby, and she came with you. Making, <laughs> making her the youngest member of the Make Us Count team. She did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alana, so I'm not going to keep you because she does, I think, need, want mummy's attention. But Alana, thank you so much for joining us. And, and just last kind of question for you is where yeah. to from now? So we are looking at the, the verification of the, the final results. But I think that uh, what's really come out of these elections is that South Africans are hungry for change. And what I thought was interesting was the vast number of parties that we had on the ballot, 48 different parties. That shows that our democracy is healthy, that people want choice, that people are looking at different options and, and viewpoints. And I think going forward, we want to obviously get makers count going again for the next elections. We want to be there. Our observers are eager and keen, and we would love to expand the group even more. So if any listeners are listening and want to be a part of it, then please contact the South African Jewish Board of Deputies. And uh, I think we also want to work very much on other uh, initiatives that promote democracy and voter education and awareness. Sounds absolutely fantastic, Alana. Thank you so much. And thank you for your hard work. And, of course, Yania Grindler from the Jewish Board here. Um, really, I take off my hat. You must have been exhausted by the end of the day. It was a long day. But um, well done for the initiative and for growing the team. Thank you so much, Ruth. Thank you for being part of our team and look forward to chatting soon. Thank you. That was Alana Baranov, um, my colleague from the Jewish Board of Deputies. She's based in Durban.